It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Welcome to our special weekend show, Sunday Uncensored. Every week, we produce four uncensored episodes of the TimCast IRL podcast exclusively at TimCast.com, and we're going to bring you the most important for our weekend show. If you want to check out more segments just like this, become a member at TimCast.com. Now, enjoy the show. A trans insurrection has taken over the Texas Capitol uh, again, is it? Again. Again. Yeah, oh. it happened last month as well. Ah. What, 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 do you remember what the date was? I don't remember the exact date. 5-2, never forget. 5-2. Worse than 9-11, worse. actually. Way, Way worse. worse. And there's a whole bunch of them. They just keep doing it, and no one cares because um, we're second-class citizens. So. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. That's the gist of it. It's like one every couple weeks now, right? Or every mm-hmm. week. It was Oklahoma, Tennessee, Every Montana. single legislative session, basically, you see one pop up. Like it's Every time that there's a bill that's like anti-trans, every, and, and they're there. And by that, you mean whenever there's a bill, it's like, uh, don't sexually experiment on children. They go, yeah! And they, <laughs> they the start the, the camera. Yeah! They stand in there like convulsive Those are the sounds they make. That was see, literally the sounds that they make. Actually, I think the, the last one, the date was like the day after the uh, Audrey Conklin mass shooting, and they all staged a die-in in the Texas state capitol. And I was mm-hmm. like, very good optics you have here. You're all laying down. And then there was that one video, I think it came out of Tennessee, where they like held their fingers up for the victims and they included the shooter. Yes. Shooter, you know, like, but you know what? Oh. You know what has me really worried? The trans genocide. Yeah. yeah but I'm, I am genuinely worried about the trans genocide that's currently going on. What they're doing is these people who are transgender, they're sterilizing yep. them. And that is genocide. That's literally a genocide. Right. And that's the thing. They never accuse you of some unrelated thing. They accuse you of doing what they're doing. So they say, these conservatives are perpetuating a genocide. No, you're sterilizing an mm-hmm. entire group of people. That's genocide. I'm telling you to stop. The conservatives hate you. They're telling you to cut your penis off. I'm telling you to stop. What's the likelihood that, you know, aliens took over and they're just trying to very neuter, high, very, spay, very spay high. and neuter humans because they're like, got too many of them. It's like cats they're just and dogs. treating us. Yeah, I was treating us like cats and dogs, literally. nonsense. what's going on in Texas? Do you know what's happening with this? They want to they want to ban sex changes for, for kids. Yeah, I want to ban sex changes for kids. And then there is an anti drag bill oh. um, due to all the videos that have came out in Texas. And they're basically trying to just say, hey, if you host a all ages or family friendly drag show, then we're going to essentially classify you as an adult oriented business. And that's it. That's literally it. And that's what they're protesting and storming the Capitol over. You saw this in, is the greatest civil Florida, rights struggle of our time. You saw in Florida how they were like, you can't have sex shows if children are present. And they're like, guess we have to cancel Pride. Yep. <laughs> what? <laughs> what the fuck are you planning on doing? I mean, what if you guys want to, okay. But I always, like, I have this I'm thing where like, because you talk about the trans genocide, right? And this is like their only talking point. It's like, you're sterilizing yourselves. So you're quite literally genociding yourselves. But and then there's also the suicide rate, which is higher but in no, that no, community no. than they're any They're not others. genociding themselves. These are white liberal women sterilizing mm-hmm. children. They are genocide. Yes. Deciding yeah. children suffering yes. from gender dysphoria. Yep, and then they don't address any sort of suicide rate, which is the highest out of any other community. And it's like you are killing yourselves more I, than anyone else is killing I, you. I think it's an autism uh, genocide. Yeah, 
because the the left they hate people with down syndrome mm-hmm. you know they really really want to just purge down syndrome people from from yes existence. they do well what was and the country that passed the legislation yeah. yeah in iceland no i don't know about any legislation but i know they've like we've eliminated I believe it's it. in isaiah it's 96 percent of them are, are gone yeah. We've eliminated so, it. So they, they, they've, so the left wants to get rid of people. Down syndrome people, mm-hmm. and I think they also probably want to get rid of, get rid of autistic people. Mm-hmm. And the majority of trans kids are autistic, so it's it's almost like they found a way to exploit autistic people because they 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 don't socialize properly. So they say this is how you have to socialize. Then when the autistic person says they're trans, they cut his balls off. Mm-hmm. Wow. Which how, is just eugenics. That's how that. I feel about these drag shows. I feel like it's it's parents being like, oh, my kid is so different and I will get points if I yep. bring my kid to a drag show. Like It's literally and, clout. Right. Yeah. Which is so bizarre. Well, and then you see it's like the, the, these are the same like phenomenon that like the TikTok moms are like, my kid is trans. And he's like two years old mm-hmm. and they start dressing him in the opposite clothing or he played with Barbies once. So he's a woman. And it's the exact same like group. It's literally white liberal women. That's the majority of people that I see at these shows that bring their kids. White, single, obese liberals. Every single time. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Man, how sad. I feel sad for their children, right? No one's protecting It's heartbreaking. Them. Like, I would rather report on literally any other topic. Send me to a war zone and I will be happier and more comfortable reporting there than sitting through a drag show where people are intentionally sexualizing children. Because to sit through that, it's just unnerving. It, like, With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It makes of you course. feel reckless inside. You're like, I need to do something, but I can't. Yeah. The most I can do to contribute is take a video. When, and it feels terrible. When was the first time you went to one of these? This was uh, Pride Month, June of last year. I went to one at a gay club called Mr. Misters. It was titled Drag Your Kids to Pride. It's literally what they named it. And this is the one that had the you know sign that went really viral where it said, um, I licked it so it's it, mine it, and then it, it ain't going to lick itself. Yeah. And there's all the kids in the background with the drag queens and stuff, and they're doing splits and, and shaking And the cops it. were like, this is totally fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The cops were arresting people on the right when the left was standing there. They attacked Alex Stein outside the event. I have it on camera. Wow. There was no repercussions for that. The cops yep. just stood by. Because the cops are caused, in on it, dude. There's like, a two-tier system. But the oh, cops absolutely. are in on it. They are. They they are. And that's why and I was really like, happy. Back to blue, baby. So I'm what saying earlier, it's anti-civility. Those it's cops anti-civility. are fucking pedophiles, bro. Yeah. Well, I was happy. That's why I was so happy to see the change last week in Fort Worth when Fort Worth PD actually made arrests of Antifa because that was the first time I've seen it. 
all throughout Texas. I was like, this is what they need to be doing. But they need to be going into the drag shows and dragging these biological men out by their stupid wigs that they're wearing mm -hmm. and putting them in jail because that's where they belong. Yep. Have you ever talked to any drag performers who are like, we don't want kids here? Or does it seem like they've all sort of accepted this as part for the course? Almost all of them, I feel like, have accepted it. You've had like some of the more famous drag queens come out in the videos and be like, like, Drag is inherently sexual. It is adult comedy. That's what this is. Mm -hmm. You should not bring kids. It's making us look bad. And you have the very, you know, minuscule, but the ones that I've interviewed before, you know, I was more recognizable in, you know, stirring up crap in Texas. They all said the same thing. And I would ask them, you think it's okay for children to be here? Why do you want children to be here? And it's, they always come down to its acceptance, it's to teach them who they truly are, and it's to grow our community. Because if you can't yeah, repopulate, it's literally it's what grooming is. It is grooming. You are recruiting because you can't have sex with a man and have him be pregnant. Or nowadays you can. But if you can't repopulate, you must recruit. And that's yep. exactly what they're doing. No, that, that's literally exactly it, right? So part of the reason that sexual abusers will groom people is because there is an innate revulsion a person feels when they encounter any kind of sexual perversion. And what grooming does, and part of what it does, it's more than just this, but part of what it does is it chips away at that natural revulsion a person feels by gaslighting them into thinking that they're weird or there's something wrong with them mm -hmm. or there's something wrong with the world around them if they think that this disgusting, deranged thing is bad. Yep. Mm -hmm. And also like you said acceptance what what does that mean that's such that's such a vague term right we let people get away with saying acceptance except what what are you trying to get kids to accept your fetish mm -hmm. well that's all yes it is. technically that's acceptance no correct that's also grooming grooming is about getting the victim to quote unquote accept it but they can't consent. They're too young. So there's no true acceptance. One You're of brainwashing. Well, and part of grooming is trying to make the victim think that this is normal in some way. Yeah, well, like, exactly. The they do that, too. What I've noticed a lot of these drag shows is they market it as all ages. And then they play songs from Frozen. And they're dressed as princesses dancing sexually for kids. And that's inherently what groomers and pedophiles do is they link something that a child enjoys mm. to something sexual because in their mind it alters what it is. And that's how you introduce them to it. So they're yep. singing Let It Go while swinging their junk in a little kid's face. That kid is going to relate that to being normal now. I believe it was actually Ashton Kutcher. And I think he was even speaking possibly to the UN no, or before Congress. I'd have to double check, but there was a panel on sex trafficking and grooming. And one thing he said was what groomers will do is convince the victim, the child, that this sexual act is a form of play, basically. Mm -hmm. And so these stupid lefties, the ones who aren't in on it, who are somehow... Uh, capable of being fooled on this level will say, no, they're just playing. They're just having fun. That's all this is. Okay. That's what grooming is. Trying to convince people that this is okay. It's just playful. It's just fun. Mm -hmm. there, no one's getting any kind of perverse, illicit sexual thrill out of it. Yeah. I, I feel like any parent who takes their kids to these shows thinking like, oh, my kid is questioning their gender and now I'm going to give them some interesting role models and show them how cool and accepting mm -hmm. I am of them. Like, they are fooling themselves or they themselves are brainwashed. There's no way that you can look at the scenario and think this is a safe and healthy place to bring your child. I get it if you're an adult and you want to go to a drag show, like, well, I don't care, go. But why would you bring your child to something that 
for the majority of its existence has always happened in bars late at night where you mm-hmm. have to be 21 yep. to get in. Yeah, well, it's 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 burlesque for gay men. That's what it is. Did you, I'm sure you saw that video floating around Twitter of that guy who's almost naked doing an extremely sexual dance, like holding himself up. Which one? By the, no, I yeah. know, I know. <laughs> At this point. And there's kids there, but in this one, they All have like a little baby Taylor. on the mat that they're having crawl out towards this disgusting pervert. That's super Oh, weird. yeah, no, yeah. it was like, Look like it was being hosted at a daycare and there's little toddlers mm-hmm. around and everything just watching this take place and they're climbing that like the little rope hanging upside down doing the splits almost fully nude. And it's yes, just like yes, people yes. think this is just normal now. It's insane to me. Be wild. I mean, also, I wonder about the parents who are in these social circles who have friends who are like, we brought our kid to a drag show and it was great and it was wonderful. Like, you should bring your almost kid. All of them. Well, what has yeah. to happen, and this is one advantage the left has always had, the right has some semblance of decency, so they don't want to look at that kind of thing, and they don't want to show people that kind of thing, right? Because then you're spreading it. That's so Republicans can't take that footage and put it on television and mm-hmm. say, this is what Democrats are losing their minds about us trying to ban. Because the conservative person knows that even by putting it out there, you're still spreading it. Now some kid could watch the TV I'm, who, and see that when they weren't previously exposed. I'm glad you said that because that's literally happened with my coverage like of the super sexual drag shows mm-hmm. that I've covered, specifically the Christmas one, is a lot of prominent conservatives didn't want to share it because it was so graphic. Yeah. Yeah. And there were children in the audience who were like, we don't want to spread this on our timeline because there's kids on Twitter. Like, yeah. people are going to see this. Yeah. Yep. Do you think that, you, like, through your work and work of uh, that other people are doing to kind of uh, make public what's actually happening at these all-age drag shows, do you think that it is waking people who are sort of more moderate or not as far left up to the reality of what this uh, this gender ideology is pushing? No, it definitely is. I mean, I've had multiple DMs and people reach out to me that, you know, or even on the left and they're saying like, this is insane. Like we didn't know this was going on. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, a few of the other jobs I work, I'll talk to, you know, some customers and stuff. And it's like, I tell them about it or they see my work and they're like, this is insane. This is actually happening in America. But then you have, you know, the double edged side of the sword. I talked about this in my recent article and it's like, it emboldens the people that are actually hosting the drag shows too, because then it causes, you know, hate is what they classify it as. And they're, it makes them feel almost like what they're doing is warranted because, oh, we're getting pushback from the side that we hate, that hates us, that causes all this discrimination against us. So we're going to go even harder. So it's like my reporting is shut stuff down in Texas for a minute, but now it's back stronger than ever because they there's a little time period gap where they kind of stop and they realize the repercussions. People are losing their liquor licenses. There's a lot of bad coverage right. on it. But and then all of a sudden, they just ramp it back up and even harder again because they know exactly what they're doing, but they don't care. Do you think conservatives have any, um, should they feel any obligations to provide alternative uh, types of programming? Like, obviously, it's not like an alternative to a drag show, but for people who are wanting to take their children to live performances, do you feel like the left makes it easy to say like, oh, well, you should take them to drag because it's at your local library. It's whatever else. Mm -hmm. Like, do you think conservatives should come up with some kind of appealing alternative? No, yeah. Well, it's just like, like with Tim, like how the alternate economy, right? Like, the, the left, they basically run all the institutions. They run everything. So why don't we come up with coffee brands or skateboarding companies, things like that, so we can push our ideology and so we can be a not woke company that isn't trying to destroy the world. But we need to do that exact same thing. But the problem is, is the left has already basically destroyed and basically controls every single institution is you have drag in schools now. You have drag in libraries. We don't have anything like that. And we need something like that. So 
yeah, we need to come up with some sort of alternative. I don't know what it is. Uh, maybe, you know, literally civics class at this point could be the alternative because people don't know history yeah. and it's repeating itself. Well, the left always has an advantage in that it is easier to destroy than it is to build. Yep. And leftism is merely a label that we give to our rationalization of social decay. The society that's been built around us, the culture, the structures that exist, it's not as if someone just puts them there and then they stay there. And if you don't do anything, they'll remain. It constantly needs to be renewed and rebuilt. And when people don't want to do the work to do that, they justify their failure to do that work and to control themselves and behave in such a way that they would be continually improving things rather than allowing them to fall apart by espousing a leftist worldview, by coming up with intellectual sounding rationalizations for just acting like an animal. Mm -hmm. Well, it's only gotten worse now because you've had, you know, the, the few generations, you have the generation that works really hard for everything they get mm -hmm. and they deserve it. They earn it. They build a great world for everybody. And then their generation, they grow up under, you know, comfortability. They're okay with everything how it is. They didn't really have to work as hard. And then you have the generation under that that's raised by that prior generation. They don't know how to world build. Mm -hmm. They don't know how to build businesses. They don't know how to build anything. So then they're complacent. And that's where Gen Z and the prior generation is now was like, these people are hopeless. These kids don't know the, the common basic sense of virtually anything now. And then, yeah, you got the opposite side of the aisle, the, the few Gen Zers like me. And, you know, there's some other great people in the industry that actually come and speak out and are semi-intellectual regarding most things political and understand how the world works. But you don't have much of that. Now you're at the point where everyone's been complacent. They've had easy lives and they don't understand how to actually live independently. I feel like the only thing we can do is just get out of cities be self-sufficient, mm -hmm. make That's money, have thing. a family, because these cities have, have, have they've fallen apart. Cities are hopeless. And I would say cities are hopeless in, you know, red states, blue states, all around the country. Like Dallas, all, every single city that I've ever stepped foot in in Texas is disgusting. It is a pig hole. Like there is, there's no saving any of these cities at this point. No, living in a city is super cool. I mean, there are benefits to living in a city. No. I think that there are things that, like, when you're young, it can be really nice to have yes. access to museums and, you know, different live but events. But who goes and, to museums, right? Yeah, exactly. I, I do because I'm a full-on nerd. But, yeah. like, also, you know, when you live in cities, you have regular access to, you know, other people your age, people who are beginning their lives. I can yeah. understand the appeal yeah. of that because you do hear people who grew up in rural areas being like, yeah, there are fewer people here. We have to, we have to live differently. I just think that, like... If you live in the city for a couple of years, know that it's not long term, right? Mm -hmm. Like ultimately there is a reason people migrate out of them to start families. Like it is fun to have lots of different life experiences when you're able to live in a place that's not like where you grew up for a while and you gain some insight, great. But if you want a long-term sustainable community, you have to decide to go somewhere where you can build that. And yeah, communities, communities aren't built in cities. There's mm -hmm. never any sort of actual community in cities. People don't know their neighbors anymore. But then you go out to rural areas, everyone knows their neighbors. Everyone trades with their neighbors. Mm -hmm. Like that's how a society is supposed to work. But in then cities, I, I'm convinced that cities were literally basically invented to keep us complacent and to keep us reliant on the state. I, I kind of think that Democrats and the World Economic Forum just hate liberals. They want, them to, want to sterilize them? Basically. They want to sterilize. They want to abort them. They want to get rid of them. They want to cram them into toxic cities and destroy their lives. And they're just like, it, it, it's like they put out a sweet bowl of honey and then it attracts all the gluttonous and lazy animals and then they, they, get, they eat the poison. Well, here, here's the thing. They hate everyone. They hate mankind. Liberals prefer, liberals behave the way they prefer that liberals behave. Because they want people to destroy themselves. 
And so, well, if, right, you, if you, you want to destroy human beings, if you hate them, if you want to, if you want to control them, and you want to destroy them, you, get, you destroy them. You get them to embrace vice, there, which is essentially again right. all leftism is is embracing vice and, and saying I'm a, a radical and a revolutionary because I'm trying to up up turn the social structures or overturn the social social structures that say vice is bad. There's there's two kinds oh, of people. Sorry, I'm exhausted. Uh, there's two kinds of people. I'll give you an example, right? The sugar crash. So there's 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 you know people yeah. like me. I'll make a delicious hot cocoa with no sugar. <laughs> cocoa with cream oh, it was and hot disgusting. water. It's disgusting. It's garbage. And Seamus will require a fourth cup that's of fair, honey actually. You're right. poured into it because You're right. he needs the sugar addiction. That's true. I mean, he, I look, he, I, that's my vice. He's, he's already eaten like three of the Jeremy's chocolate bars. <laughs> I've had three. I've had 30 in, since you started the show. <laughs> See? What happened was... He's actually Tim, had three. Tim, not 30. Tim, Tim, I have not had three chocolate bars since today? the show started. Your sugar no, no. Probably, probably all day today. I, yes, I, I, I've, I've seen you I've grab two. The man, literally, <laughs> the man literally keeps chocolate around his house. It's horrible. But he does it to control me and because he holds the chocolate bar over my hand. He goes, yeah, be on my show. Eat the chocolate. Chocolate. No, 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 you're, you're mistaken. I hold the chocolate and I go, Seamus. And he goes, gives it to me. I must have it to take it from us. So basically, it's that. It's that. No, um, I, I forgot the last thing you said before. You, oh, the hot cocoa. So I believe that when a person is going to have something sweet, they should have something sweet instead of something healthy that's claiming to be sweet. Mm. And Tim goes... Come on and have some hot chocolate over at Tam's house. What, what you need to do? And I is went on over there, and he gives me this this mud water. I gave him <laughs> mud water. Let's see, it was on, hideous. Listen, listen. I said, Tim, it's, check it out. It's organic cacao with hot water and garbage. It was organic, garbage. organic heavy cream and a teaspoon of raw organic honey. So real hot chocolate. Real hot no, chocolate. No, no, no. I'm telling you. <laughs> and he a didn't. teaspoon. A teaspoon. He okay, did a teaspoon of honey. He real, didn't. real honey. And and same was like, this is not good. And I don't he put any honey it. in mine. I don't put because I like the, the cocoa flavor. So the next time I said, okay, I literally gave him one fourth <laughs> cup of honey in the end. And he's like, this is really good. <laughs> The exact same thing, just a little more honey. What you need little to do? Little more. You, you need to. That's what what, let, me tell, let me tell you what actually happened. I went over there, and Tim's like, "Hey, you want some hot cocoa there?" And I was like, "Yeah, I'll have some of that hot cocoa." And he takes it, and he doesn't. He literally puts mud water in my cup. Well, he he puts all these wonderful, delicious, organic ingredients in his, and then he just puts crap in mine, and then feels superior to me for enjoying the taste of something. You need to go and get monk fruit calls organic. What yeah, monk we, fruit we, we have some amazing what is that? it's better than actual sugar i use it so it's Base? basically a completely natural form of sugar or artificial sweetener basically You're, it's, it's not artificial it's not artificial it's, so it's, it's completely allulose. natural right okay and it's, good it's for a you. naturally it occurring is, sugar your body can't develop. i use it to make protein ice cream at home taste lucky land casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky lucky in line at the deli i guess aha in my dentist's office more than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Better than actual ice cream. You're, Liar. You're, it's amazing. No. You, Liar. You everyone, everyone who's eating that healthy stuff is like, it tastes even better. Taste better and you. I mean, I, I gotta be honest. No, that's fair. The the organic. I'm honestly real giving you a hard time. Is like unbeatable. It's, it's so good. No, have you ever eaten a honeycomb? I, I'll, I'll put. We have some. They're what? Good. You straight up have honeycombs, bro? You, you can eat that cereal. You, you, you want me? <laughs> 
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You, know, you want me to do a chunk of honeycomb <laughs> in your hot cocoa tonight, Seamus? Yeah, let's put a big old... I love also that Tim and I just have our <laughs> hot, hot cocoa, cocoa party. Every night. <laughs> we do. Cocoa party. It's honestly based. So the thing about... <laughs> uh, lights show, down low. tough guys go, having hot chocolate. <laughs> when the show is over, we go into the kitchen and I just make cocoa and I was like, Seamus, you want one? And he's like, sure, I guess. And then he was like, Tim, this tastes terrible. And I was I like, did. what the I fuck, said, man? This is terrible. I, said, I was like, I, I, I just made this a nice for you. I said, like, I said, I said, remember what I said about social decay, Tim? It happened it's one time and they continue to do this is the thing. Like that's how strong your friendship is. How about we ask the callers what they think about Seamus's sugar addiction? That's true. Look, I got to overcome intervention. Guys, we need to get me into sugar rehab. So what you're going to have to do is you're going to need to go to freedomtunes.com and become a member because that will fund oh, my sugar rehab. It's going to fund his, his let's rehab. Let's, let's get some calls. Come on, baby. Nice plug. Uh, let's do, uh, let's start at the top. Cloud Spit, what's good? You're with us. How's it going, you dirty dog? Hey, Seamus. Uh, you should move to Florida. We have great sugar over here. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, nice. People Coconuts everywhere. Maybe. I thought this was supposed to be about sugar. Maybe rehab. I will. Yeah, now you guys are supposed to be helping Seamus. <laughs> this is where it starts. Florida are true. Come on over. Um, so, you know, I think I want to put this on the radar and ask a question about it, but the Florida State Legislature today mm-hmm. voted um, on a bill today that's going to be signed by DeSantis probably this, this week to make it where it's illegal as a felony to have any illegal immigrants in your home, car, place of work. Cops are now required to take the DNA samples during arrests for non-legal residents. Is this real? And is that kind of a step in the right direction? Where do you think this country should be going? I know we're sending soldiers over there, but... If they came from California, yeah. Well, I think that's a lot of the things that we're having is an influx of not only natural citizens moving to Florida, but the illegal immigrants that don't want to live in the cities anymore. And if you want to check out the bill, it's SB 1718, just voted today on party lines. Yeah, I'd like to look into that. Yeah, I don't know enough about it. That sounds crazy, though. Sounds like a good idea. The DNA thing could be a little bit weird. DeSantis cleaning up the election system is like saving Florida. And mm-hmm. the Democrats are like, no, Stop you're taking our powers. They're saying you're destroying our democracy. The ACLU yeah. is against the Florida bill, which automatically right, makes good. it interesting <laughs> to we me. We support it. There's yeah, your yeah, answer. Yeah, there you go. All right, I like it. <laughs> I hate to be so, such generalizer, it's, but. It's going to be really interesting because I, I would say, you know, I've lived in Florida all my life and, you know, we've had a lot of history with the Cuban Missile Crisis and a lot of eagle, illegal immigration and we've dealt it in our own way. But this is such a large step into, I guess, following the laws <laughs> that it's yeah. going to be really interesting. And I think it's going to be something to put on the radar for you guys to look at. I, I think we need more innovative state level solutions to immigration. I think we know the federal government's not going to do enough. And I know that puts a lot of pressure on border states, but that's another reason why states where we know we know illegal immigration happens along border lines, but it doesn't stay there. Right. So states should be proactive in trying to aid border states yep. in uh, combating this issue. And I, I really do think you have to bus all of them, all of them to blue states into sanctuary cities, every single one, every single one. 
No. You're gonna. I, I think so. You're you're gonna sit here and you're gonna tell people. You're gonna incentivize people to come into this country illegally by being a sanctuary city, and then they're gonna come, and then most of them are gonna sit in some border state that's trying to get federal aid to. to stop people from pouring over their border i think it's great i think we need to see more I, of it. i get the busing argument but i it's a, it's a fun stunt but ultimately i think that you should be deported if yep. you enter the country oh i hear no, no no that's what i'm saying if you will if you can't do it right if you can't stop them at the border and send them away then i think you send them to these i think it's a good alternative states. but the problem is is they're still in our country mm -hmm. that's the biggest problem mm -hmm. and and the cities are like okay cool well we yep. said we no they're anyways. super well that's the thing the cities are super upset about long. them and it forces them to reevaluate, I agree. So I, what, I agree. Like Lori no, no. Lightfoot sending them to the conservatives. <laughs> they end up I, I agree. Look, no, I agree with you that it's better to send them out of the country. But I'm saying when when they can't send them out of the country, it's great. Bust them into a blue state. Bust them into a blue city. Maybe. Well, I, I can tell you they're going to have to get bust somewhere because part of the bill is Florida's no longer recognizing any illegal immigrant driver licenses either. Wow. Ooh. Good. They never should have. No. This doesn't make any sense. Oh, thanks for taking well, my call. Yeah, yeah of I love this comment. I'll follow up on this bill. Yeah, I appreciate you making us aware of that. Thanks. Thank you, everyone. Have a good day. Cheers. Likewise. Have a go, man. Uh, I'm sorry. I was just distracted because uh, Timcast News is now officially a gold account. Ooh. Oh, sweet. What would that mean? It means I got a special little golden badge. On what? On, t on Twitter. They didn't we're, give you your special exclusive one yet, though? No, you're not. Oh, no, I you think it's uh, the actual, I, like, your your, your, your your image, your profile picture. Oh, so they just so transfer that. So, TimCast News is now a square image, and then I have to go in and add... Oh, so, add. like, the post-millennials, basically, how they have it set up? Yeah, so if they're I... Better than the post-millennials. Just kidding, Libby. Now I have to go in and start you know adding all of this. our Twitter <laughs> accounts, and then you'll get the TimCast logo next to your name. Let's jump to the next caller. You guys are all going to be bougie now. Oh, I'm ready. Uh, Michael Leo T S, what's good? How you doing? You're on mute there. Hey, hey, how's it going? How's what it going? Up? Pretty good. Um, as as a Floridian myself, uh, I I think one of the most prevalent impacts it's going to have is just driving in general on all the roads. Um, elaborate. But I, uh, you know, the the immigrants in Southwest Florida specifically tend to drive the speed limit or mm. less than the speed limit they don't want to get pulled um, over yeah mm. exactly they don't want to get pulled over so i think it would exacerbate that and southwest florida's got one highway it's not like a yeah. metro place right. like minneapolis right. or whatever um anyways my question uh is for everybody but i'd like taylor to answer first um as a field reporter when you're out on the ground and and doing your field reporting uh Describe your most intense and dramatic moments in that experience. Um, honestly, um, I mean, I've had quite a few. The 2020 riots um, when Molotovs were flying were pretty intense. Um, that was some of my favorite coverage that I've ever done. But the most intense thing was January 6th. Um, you know, worse than 9-11, they say. But being next to Ashley Babbitt and watching her die, um, that was the most intense moment in journalism that I've ever had. I don't think anyone anything will top that. You know, I'm a big adrenaline junkie. I trace, I chase adrenaline when I'm on the ground. Um, you know, I'm not perfect, but that is by far the peak pinnacle moment of my journalism where it was like, oh, shit, you know, things really just got real right now. Oh, I didn't realize that you were right next to her when she died. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I, we, we tried to render aid to her and then wow. the cops oh. basically told us to fuck off. I'm sorry, so, man. 
Oh, I mean, there's nothing. I mean, I, I wouldn't go back and change anything other than, you know, obviously trying to save her and yeah. say, hey, you know, it's not your job to help the police in this situation. Um, but, you know, I feel like I was there for a specific reason. You know, I'm a big God guy. I think he put me there because I noticed Ashley Babbitt and I had the urge just to follow her into that hallway. Um, you know, I was the only one that followed her. We were lo- right alongside when we first got in that hallway. Um, and, uh, yeah, no, I just, I think God put me in that moment to tell the truth regarding the situation. So I am thankful for that. And I've grown very close with the family, but that was by far the most intense thing I've ever been a part of. Wow. The rest of you? I'm not a journalist, so I don't do any field reporting, but I appreciate the question. Tim, I know you've done a lot of field reporting in your past. Uh, I don't know. What, what specifically should I talk about? Uh, I think it was like the most intense. Yeah, the I mean, most just, intense moment. It's just it's hard to know what that is. Uh, I mean, I got detained by Brazilian police in an unmarked building where we thought they were start beating the crap out of us. Uh, and then like an hour later, they came back and they were like, oh, you're famous Americans. We're so sorry. We brought you into this back room with no windows. <laughs> yeah, we were. it was a back room with no windows and like a couch and that was it. Straight torture room. <laughs> we thought they were going to come and start beating us up. Uh, but I don't know. I thought it was hilarious. I texted Vice as soon as they were bringing us in. And I'm like being brought to an unmarked police location. Like, you know, here you go. And they were like, what the fuck? <laughs> that was hilarious. I'm upset they let you out. But maybe, um, such a man. Child. Um, <laughs> man, I don't know. When I, I it was a whole bunch, I was in Turkey and, uh, we went to this anarchist neighborhood that was fighting with cops and a guy walked up to me and our camera crew and held Molotov cocktails up to our faces and screamed at us in Turkish. And then the producer from Vice was like, like speaking a million miles a minute. And I'm sitting there like nodding slowly and smiling and then putting my hands up and slowly turning around. And I had to explain to him, I was like, you realize those guys don't speak English, right? And he was like, what do you you mean? And I was like, when you start babbling frantically in terror, all they hear is you going, yeah. <laughs> they have no idea what you're doing or saying. You're freaking them out. Just have shut you, the fuck up. Have you ever had a Molotov thrown near you? Do you know what that feels like? It's uh, nuts. It is, it's the most warmth. Like yeah. It's like a burst. It's like you're literally like, I mean, in a fire. It's a fire right next to you, but it's just was, like overwhelming warmth immediately. I drove down the street in Ferguson when all the buildings were on fire. Uh-huh. In the car, in the middle of the street, you were being burned. Yeah, you're literally being cooked, basically, yeah. inside of You it. can feel the flames through the window, mm-hmm. like waving at you. And it, you're like, go, go, I'm being burned. Mm-hmm. Like that's, and that's, it's a building on fire and you're a hundred feet away. So, I mean, firefighters totally get it, but holy shit, you're like, what the fuck? When you, when you haven't experienced anything like that, it's whole other, like that, that's probably my second most intense experience was having a Molotov land like five feet away from me and like somebody else on fire. Because I saw, I, it just, it's so warm and it just takes, I mean, basically takes your breath away when that happens. So I do die in Egypt. They carried away his dead body. You see him like actually die or was yeah, it the, the after? Like no, the after yeah, after. yeah. They, they were shooting at each other uh, with like bird and buckshot. And then he got hit and he went down and they carried his body off. And hey, he looked dead. Probably was. Yeah, because like, see, I understand there's no, there's no such thing as unconscious. So when someone gets shot and then they just hit the ground. Yep. And then they get carried away limp and contorted. It's like, you know, it's fucked up. Yeah, I don't know. Probably that. I got shot at several times in Ferguson. Had to hit the hit the deck. Yeah. See, I thought I had a lot of experiences. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, in Ferguson, they were shoot. I got shot at like three times. Wow. 
not like someone was shooting at me like it's Tim mm-hmm. Pula, but they were shooting in the general direction it's, and we're like fuck it's a weird feeling when uh because i remember when i was in the capitol right next to ashley babbitt when she was shot nobody really understood that it was a gunshot at first because like we i had been getting bombarded by concussion grenades which i would argue were just as loud as a gunshot at least in the moment i mean i was already you know ears ringing by the time i got in there but when you know in the videos nobody hits the ground basically except me Right. Because nobody realized what had happened and everyone's looking around confused. Dude. And the gun was, you know, five feet away from everybody, but people didn't understand that it was just actually discharged. I'm in Ferguson. They announced that Darren Wilson's not being, you know, indicted or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden you hear pop, 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 pop. As soon as the first pop goes off, I'm on the floor. I'm on the ground. I look to my right. There's my dude with from Vice. He's on the ground already. And I'm like, fuck yeah. I look to my left. There's this big, big dude from ABC going, those fireworks <laughs> i went holy fuck dude i said do you see anybody with fireworks and he goes no i'm like do you see people with guns and he goes yeah and i'm like make a fucking assumption <laughs> holy shit dude some we were people like get the fuck down now I, I feel like there's like a difference with people like in when conflict happens like that like some people are just wired to hit the floor that's how i am even though i didn't realize you know it was a gunshot at the moment but your brain just like forces you onto the ground and then you there's, have the people that are completely oblivious there's a video from vice you can probably still find it from the ferguson coverage where we're up against this transformer and you hear gunshots just like a fuck on and then I, I hit the ground and then my friend is on the ground as well and there's this guy just standing out in the open looking around and then my friend's going, get here, get over here now, now, like just screaming at him like, holy fuck, dude, you are about to die. Mm-hmm. And nobody wants to see your head explode. And then the cops run up and they're like, go, 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 go. And then we run for it. I remember that's uh, crazy. after the, the Ashley Babbitt shooting, because there's a little bit of PTSD, just a little sprinkle after that. Um, me and my girlfriend were at a little taco stand in downtown Dallas. And we're sitting there and I I was driving, uh, I had a hatchback at the time and the hatchback was open and we were just sitting there eating our tacos and this guy gets pulled over right in front of us and he pulls into the parking lot and, you know, he gets out of the car with the cops directly behind him and the cops have their guns drawn on him and in my head, I'm like, we're in the direct line of fire and, you know, I wasn't trained on any of this, it's just ever since that shooting, my brain has changed and I remember like yelling at my girlfriend, it was just a natural instinct, like telling her to get out of the car and to find cover. And the next thing I know, I'm like on the opposite side of my car and she's still sitting there. And I was like, oh, I felt bad because I kind of left her. But in my in my head at the time, I was like, I need to get behind the car right now because if they start shooting, we're right here. Yeah. So it's like almost just like ingrained in your brain once you go through one Engine of block. situations. Yeah. Yeah. never in the movies they like open the car door and stand behind it terrible like, idea that's that, going through yeah that two millimeters of thin <laughs> steel ain't stopping shit you need the engine block yep tires and engine block yeah yeah anyway that answer your question uh, yeah absolutely uh, I <laughs> <appreciate> <laughs> it. um you know if if someone else or the rest of the cast wants to answer but maybe isn't a field reporter i got a paper cut things. animating once you know <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I don't do a lot of field reporting um, and the stuff that I have done for the field has been pretty calm. You know, the stories that I find the most challenging are when they are emotional. So mm-hmm. what Taylor's describing, like having to connect with the family that's been through a big tragedy. Um, and I've had a couple, you know, difficult conversations where people are kind of reconciling mm-hmm. why the world they're interacting with doesn't like them, basically. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that's challenging. But I've definitely never like been under gunfire and i'll, I'll it's for the best <laughs> no low crawls okay yeah but you know the thing is too like the, the scary thing about gunfire is that there's a chance you get shot but like it's really hard to get shot 
you know, people don't understand these people who are even shooting at you directly just miss. They, they go to a shooting range. Anybody who's been to a shooting range totally gets it. Like there's a lot of ranges. They won't let you shoot targets with a handgun past seven yards unless you've mm-hmm. hit the target from seven yards because they're like, you're just, you're not going to hit it. You're going to miss every there's shot. There's no point. Yeah, there's no point until you can get your accuracy accuracy better. And so, you know, you're out in the middle of nowhere and people are like holding the gun sideways and they're <laughs> shooting. It's like hit the floor, get behind something. You're probably not going to get shot. Well, it's like the, the natural, uh, like the most common reoccurrence for shooting. I think it's like the three rule or whatever, three yards, three shots. Um, three seconds like that's how long it lasts and it's usually from three yards away so that's why most people in self-defense training they usually train at like five to six yards because that's the most plausible uh distance you're going to be if you're ever involved in a shooting but then you have the people that train you know Mm. 40 yards that are more proficient because if there's a shooter at a mall or something like that then they have the ability Mm. to take them down most people are going to just be training you know with the target basically right in front of them Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. All right. Uh, yeah. How was that? I yeah. I think that's uh, probably enough time. Yeah. Well, we'll jump to the next caller. Thanks for calling in, man. Oh, wow. Oh, you muted. muted yourself. Wow. Fantastic. <laughs> Fancy. Everyone watching, that's, uh, that's how you do it. Uh, All right. Who do we got next? Trombone Fatty. That's not an insult. <laughs> that is literally their screen uh, name. What up? What's going on? How's it going? Welcome to the show, friend. Hey guys, thanks for having me on the show. Um, of course. I, uh, I've been kind of waiting on a good opportunity to call in, but when Tim mentioned that uh, that uh, transgender Indian uh, woman of color lesbian <laughs> from Muncie, Indiana, I knew that today was my day. Yeah. Because as a, as a Muncie local myself, that, that you? Uh, was about the, fuck, the funniest the fucking thing I've ever read or heard good in my him. life because I voted for that man. Good for him. Well, he's a, he says he him, so you know we respect his pronouns. Yeah. Yeah, and did, I, I appreciate your respecting that. <laughs> did you know of him beforehand? Yeah, he said he voted for him. I thought he said he's going to vote for him. Oh. No, I did vote for him. He yeah. was outside the Muncie City, uh outside the money the Muncie uh city building on the election day, I believe in twenty twenty when I voted for him. And uh, I'm glad I did. But anyway, my question, so um I moved to Indianapolis a few years ago. I'm an executive chef here and I've recently acquired uh, the funding and the commercial kitchen space to launch my own catering company. And I'm just wondering, nice, um, you're always talking about uh, creating uh, creating uh, alternatives to the woke companies like the ultra-right beer, the, yeah. the Castro coffee, stuff like that. I'm wondering, where do you think that somebody like me or somebody that's looking to start their own company can find a balance between... Um, starting a non-woke competitive company without uh, kind of getting into the idea that their whole brand is based on being anti-woke and kind of being that like ta- just be a brand like tacky, yeah. ultra-right just, 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 type of just thing. Just do it. You know? you know, like, like I mean, with Casper Coffee, we actually say on the back American values because I think to a certain degree, we want to instill our ideology in the work that we're doing. Uh, as for any regular old service like catering, just don't be woke. And then just if someone comes, you'd be like, oh, no, we don't we don't do that stuff here. 
That's it. Just don't get involved in politics. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. I think if you go to like a wedding venue or, you know, a photographer's page and they are they are showing you, oh, we, we're phot- photographing same-sex couples or whatever else or whatever your issue is that you feel strongly about, uh, just don't have those things. And people will pick up on the fact that like you are moderate to right and that you are going to have a business that will be nice mm-hmm. for them. Well, and it's amazing to see like how far – just stating values like Tim does with his coffee can go because it's not like you're being, you know, obviously anti-woke or getting too involved in politics. But if you just say, hey, we have pro-America values and you can leave it at that. Yeah. Yeah. People are going to flock to your company. American flag. And like catering, you know, political organizations that are right wing will probably give it away that you are not opposed to them. You yeah, know, well, you tell like, not right. Police like, dude, ju- here's the thing. Uh, just being normal is a political statement. <laughs> now. It actually is. That's I mean, true. when you have these these women on Twitter or TikTok who are called trad wives, like that's you mean like a normal wife? You mean yeah. What, like, what being a wife <laughs> what people meant for were all 20 of years ago? Yeah. Like <laughs> literally just my being chance normal. to get clout, Seamus. <laughs> just being normal and doing normal things is, is perceived as political. So honestly, if you want to like, if you want to fight against the left, just be normal. Uh, there's a great yeah, thing. And I, ca- I can't, I can't remember. I can't remember which saint said this, but something along the lines of the truth doesn't need you to defend it. Just stating it is enough. I firmly yep. believe that. I think it's good to defend the truth. I mean, uh, it's a lot of what I try to do with my work, but honestly, Live just saying it out loud is enough. Yeah. And li- living it like you said. But yeah. pe- people need to know that you can say these things. There because- are four lights. <laughs> yeah. Are there? In this room, technically, because there's just big bars on each wall, and there's four walls, so... But then there's... What about these between. two? Those are, those are color balancing <laughs> shaders. They don't count. <laughs> And see, once you manipulate the language, you can, <laughs> I can get away with anything. Yeah, man, I don't know. Is that is that sufficient or? Yeah, is that? Um, yeah, I think that's pretty good. Um, if you guys are willing, I got a chicken question. If oh not, yeah, absolutely. Oh, of willing. course, always Self- willing. Always. Like you're scared always. to ask. Always chicken questions. <laughs> Sorry. All right, so I got a, I got eight Orpington uh, hen laying chickens mm-hmm. and a rooster named Andre who mm-hmm. has recently given us seventeen new chicks. Oh, I was Andre's just wondering giant. if there is a breed that you might recommend to interbreed with our Orpingtons to uh, maybe make some unique eggs or oh, kind of get the gene pool expanded a little bit. Just avoid the uh, the dome headed ones because we got little Luke who's got the dome head and so he can't be out with the regular chickens because mm-hmm. they'll kill him. They'll peck his head and, and kill him. <laughs> and that's then, why we and named him too. Yeah. Uh, well, he's named after Luke because he's got blonde parted hair, a big nose, and he yells a lot. He's super he's loud. Everyone wants to Literally kill him. Polish. It's just the the comparison works at every. I feel level. bad for him because he's trapped in that little box. Mm. But if we let him out, he gets pecked. He just dies. So <laughs> you can't do it. It's for his own sake. But uh, I don't know. I don't have any. I mean, uh, um, leghorns have massive eggs. So if you like chickens with massive eggs, you always got to go leghorn. And uh, they don't live as long. But then, uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. I think I, I like we, we've mixed the, the leghorn Margaret with with uh, Roberto and Roberto Jr. We got a bunch of her little babies and their eggs are massive. So that's fantastic. So just, just say screw it and buy some ostriches. Yeah, but their eggs are different. <laughs> yeah, they're huge. Like, d- like duck yeah. eggs are really thick yeah. and viscous and dense. And it's like, eh, chicken mm-hmm. eggs are really the best. They really are. Light and fluffy. You've you seen know? the video of that. Uh, it's like a Japanese girl like cracking open an ostrich egg and like drinking yeah. it all. And how Oof. long it takes her to drink just the egg compared to like what a normal egg you could slonk it would be. <laughs> how often yeah. do ostriches lay? I don't know. Yeah, it's got to be pretty infrequent. Yeah. That's a big old egg. But anyway, man, good luck with your chickens. Good luck, bro.
Congrats to the catering you company. Noted, uh, get the leghorns, ignore the polecocks. <laughs> That's right. All right, man. Thanks for calling in. Right on. Thank you so much. Of course. Cheers. Uh, and then last but not least, we have Yasha Grateful. What up? up? Underscore Grateful. What's up, guys? Welcome Yo, to the show. How are you doing? Do you have any chicken questions? Any chicken? No, I do not. No? Well, unfortunately. <laughs> no, man. It's so great to be on the show. I, I'm Welcome. Fans of all of you guys have been watching for a while. No, uh, thank you. Great that Seamus is there. Ah, so, you're the man. Thank you. <laughs> you pay him. Taylor. I was reading your Twitter just the updates about the the drag shows having the Elm Fork John Brown Club mm-hmm. uh, showing up, and I'm just I'm just thinking about that. And I'm like, man, it sounds like such a double standard because, like, imagine if Riley Gaines showed up to right. speak and she had a gun club supporting her. I'm like, yep, let's do totally it. Do that because it doesn't. Yep. It's like, how how do you Seamus Coglin Gun Club? That's right. right like. How, how do you handle those events, Taylor? Like, if you're going to continue doing this, how do you, how do you get in? How do you protect yourself and your own safety when like there's people waiting for you to come? Disguises. That's the biggest thing that I've found success with is throwing on a wig, throwing on a COVID mask, and you know wearing a dress. Are if you I have saying to you wear drag? You don't, I, you I literally drag? sometimes I have to go to the extent of wearing drag to expose child drag it's kind of embarrassing <laughs> it's not my proudest moment um but yeah no i mean i really just put on disguises and uh try and use their own methods for good instead of grooming children but you know there's some areas where i really cannot get in even in disguise because they're looking for me um you know in the dallas area i can't really attend shows there now for the most part so i just kind of stand outside and film the guys with the guns um that's what i've been covering recently um, but if it's down in like San Antonio, Houston area, I can kind of get away with it still because I'm not as well known down there. Um, but, you know, I send my girlfriend uh, every once in a while when I know that, you know, Antifa is going to be there. She's always armed. She's always safe. Um, but they don't really recognize her as much. So she'll go in and she does an awesome job, too. She's like a mini me. It's sweet. Do um do you ever wear like a big black fake mustache? Just like I actually during that? the uh, during the Beto events that I because I you know, crashed two Beto events and confronted him. And then after that, they his whole team knew me. So I got mascara and I went through my beard and the entirety of my hair and then put a beanie on, did my eyebrows and everything. I looked like a completely different person and it worked. And wow. I did that for a few drag shows too. Literally just mascara my beard, pain in the ass to get out. I don't recommend it. You will lose your hair, but it works and you basically can completely change the way you look. Like dyed your hair black? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and you can wash it out afterwards, but it takes me like an hour Oof. to wash it out. Wow. But it's it's worth it because, you know, you get the coverage, you get the exposure, um, and you really just shine a light on the, the child sex exploitation that's happening. So, yep. you know, I'll, I'll go to any extent. If I have to shave my, my head or shave my beard um, to expose a big show, then I'll do it. But just really trying to go undercover as much as possible. Word. You need to team up with Project Veritas or... Uh, not 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 not, not project veritas anymore <laughs> i don't think i would work with them if james OMG. o'keefe uh reached OMG, out to yeah. me and i've yeah i've talked to to james a few times uh since his departure um and that's definitely something i'd be interested in james is awesome he's always been an idol of mine he's basically the king of guerrilla journalism i was i would say but yeah, yeah. No, that would be an honor and I would, I would just say uh that's why i stopped doing it it got to a point where i was like i literally can't go on the ground anymore it yep. was impossible to cover news and so i started doing this doing this instead and it's safer. 
It's safer, less yeah. trauma, I'm not, less problems. I don't, I don't care about the safer issue. The mm-hmm. issue was I literally could not cover an event. Yeah. Like, that's how I, it's getting to to be like for me in Dallas. Like I literally, it's impossible everyone just knows who you are. These. Yeah. They see you and they're like, oh, I know you. And mm-hmm. it's either good or bad. Yep. And then it's just like, okay, well, I clearly. And then trolls show up too, especially with live streaming. Uh-huh. Didn't the same thing happen to Andy No? He used to like infiltrate yeah. Antifa camps. Yeah. And yeah. They yeah. And, and now they, him. whenever they see him, they they try and kill him. So mm-hmm. that's, yep. that's how it's reached that. And then, you know, in, in Dallas now, I. There's always death threats thrown around. I can't even count the amount of death threats I've gotten from doing this trans stuff compared to like covering the riots and anything I've covered. I've gotten more death threats, even more than when I was an activist prior to journalism and painting Baby Life's Matter murals outside Mm. of abortion clinics. Mm. That garnered a lot of hate and a lot of uh, death threats. But now, you know, exposing the trans agenda, I mean, it is insane. I'm getting told to kill myself every day, at least 10 times a day. So (laughs) because they're psychotic. Yeah, because they're on they're on hormones that are causing them to go insane. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And then these same people that are on hormones um, that are clearly mentally unstable and on the autism spectrum, usually they're allowed to own guns. So I think that's a problem. I'm very 2A, but seeing seeing the, the people with the John Brown gun club, right? Like almost all of them are trans, almost all of them are on hormones and they all stand outside these events with rifles and then they attack people. Yeah, well, but they're allowed to have guns. Mm-hmm. So not nothing you can do about it. Yeah, I, yep. I, 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 unless we want to amend the constitution. I'm just, I'm just waiting for them to use it on me because uh, it's only a matter of time because they're getting more and more violent and I would imagine that it'll eventually happen, but that's why I wear a plate carrier. There you go. Yep. Nice. So right do you right. think it would escalate things for like Riley Gaines and, and to have a conservative gun club? Absolutely. At her events? But she should. Yeah. She absolutely yeah, should. She should. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if they're going to escalate, we should escalate too, but in a smarter way. It's I defensive think. though. Yeah. It's like what Riley Gaines should have security. Yes, she should. Well, you can't just allow her to get cornered at these yeah. universities and attacked and then locked in these rooms and then expect there to be no repercussions. There has to be repercussions to actions always, especially when one side is being violent and the other side is always on the defensive. And that's what's always been the right's problem is we play defense, defense, defense. It's all we know. Run. But they need to swap it around and we need to be on the offensive. We need to be making these changes like having Riley Riley Gaines be protected by armed security. Weren't yep. the Oath Keepers doing that for a while? I don't know, not mm-hmm. with Riley Gaines, but they, they would Riley provide. Gaines, but I thought they did it for like Ann Coulter. Uh, they did. Berkeley. They did it for some congressmen too. Actually, yep. um, you know, they they became pretty prominent, and then the whole J six stuff happened, and then they decided to designate them a terrorist. It's hard because it makes them a target. Exactly. Yeah. The Proud Boys. That's literally what they were known for too, was providing yep. security at events. And now they're terrorists. Yep. Yeah, man. Was uh, was that good, or is there anything else? No, perfect. Thank you. Right on, man. Thanks for calling in. Great. Oh, look, look at us wrapping up on time. Ooh. Taylor, thanks for hanging out, man. It's been a blast. Thanks for having me as always. And I love uh, for everybody who is a member, you, you know, we love you. And we really do appreciate that you guys are members. So if you are so inclined, we, we've sponsored ourselves with Cast Brew Coffee. We are going to start making our own products. Cast Brew is just the start. We're going to just do it all. We're going we're gonna to do everything. And we're going to start uh, just funding more and more culture stuff. And uh, we'll win. Thanks for hanging out. We'll see you all tomorrow. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.